everyone, and welcome to the WIM Podcast. Women in Influencer Marketing is a first-of-its-kind exclusive networking group made up of inspirational women. This podcast is where we explore influencer marketing and get real about women in business. Find us wherever you download the podcast, and of course, you can always find us at IamWim.com. That's IamWim.com. Hey guys, what is up? It is really good to be back. I have to apologize, of course, because it's been two weeks since I've had an episode, which is very unlike me. Here's what happened. Um, I pre-recorded an episode right before I went on vacation and didn't look closely enough at it. Unfortunately, the microphone that was being picked up for this awesome podcast episode was the wrong microphone. So I sounded super far away and it just like, it was unusable. And then the next week I got super, super sick. Um, I was posting about it quite a bit on stories to just like, I don't know, put the word out there that there's something really gnarly going around. And so many people wrote back and was like, oh my God, I'm experiencing the same exact thing. It wasn't COVID. Um, It definitively was not COVID, but I'm still getting over it. It's been over a week now. I have this horrible cough and I basically just had like a really bad respiratory infection. So I'm this urgent care doctor gave me like four medications and an inhaler. And I'm usually like one to go a natural route before I just like dive right into medicine. But I was in such bad shape that I was like, yes, yes, please give me, give me all the pills. I will, I will take all the pills plus the inhaler. I haven't had COVID ironically enough, knock on wood. Um, so I can't really compare it, but I do know someone that did have COVID back in the day. She seems to have gotten what I got. Her symptoms were like exactly the same. And she said it was way worse than when she had COVID. Anyways, um, just be careful. Seriously, wear masks. I'm going to be wearing my mask much more than I was before. You don't even have to catch COVID. There's just still some crazy stuff going around. So a couple updates that I'm so excited to share with you guys. We have two really big events coming up. One is our Influencer Marketing Job Fair. So we had this event once before. We had so many people who attended that event and who got hired from it. So we're absolutely decided we have to do it again and we're doing it. You can check our website to find out all the information. Essentially what we're doing, our goal at least, is to humanize a job board. I don't know about you, but like if I go onto any job site, I like zone out before I get into like halfway through the job description because they all sound the same. How do you really know that this is a company or even an opportunity that you're interested in? The answer is like, you just don't. Job descriptions, job boards, they're majorly flawed, including ours. Like ours is no different. Sure, we list job opportunities and maybe it's right for you, but you don't really know by reading a job board. You have to get in touch. You have to actually speak with people ask a lot of really thoughtful questions, and only then you pretty much know if it's a good opportunity. 
everyone's always putting their best foot forward, right? So our goal by having this event is to humanize a job board. So what does that mean? We're going to have our members join a virtual stage and we explicitly tell them, don't talk about anything that's in the job description. Tell us what's not in the job description. Tell us why you want to, why you work for that company. Like what attracts you there and what does your day-to-day really look like? Give us a real good behind the scenes and have it not sound so perfect because that's what the job board is for. Um, And so we'll have everybody go through who's actively hiring now and just like tell you more about their company in their own words to get a real idea of what it's like. And then we're going to have breakout sessions. So if any of the jobs or, you know, companies sound interesting to you and you hop in one of those breakout rooms and you say, hey, I'm Jesse, like, I love your company's mission, its values, really cool what you guys are doing. I'd love to connect. And you do. And it's more casual. It's, it doesn't, it shouldn't feel like a job interview. Like that's for later. Um, but for our event, it's connections for people that are hiring and for those who are looking passively or actively to learn a little bit more in depth about these types of companies. So that is our influencer marketing job fair. It's happening August 17th of this year. So in just a couple weeks from when this episode airs. So I hope you check it out. You can um, find out all the information about how to get involved and attend as a candidate or attend as a um, a recruiter, someone who's hiring at iamwim.com slash events. Um, And then the next preview of an event that we're doing, because it's not till October, but time flies. We're hosting our next best in influencer tech event. So we've done this many times before and we keep bringing them back to you because I hear from you guys all the time. Like I need better tech. Like my system suck. Google sheets is not a way to run a business, you know, or I have this great tool, but like, is there something better out there for search and discovery, campaign management, analytics, payments, the whole nine, We are rounding them up for you yet again, and we're bringing you the latest updates. So it's not just going to be like, you know, X company, we we all know, we all know what they do. It's not going to be just a regurgitation of things you already know. It's all, some of those companies, sure, but their latest updates. And then new companies that you may have never heard of before, but we've vetted them and they're doing incredible things in the space. So we have a couple sponsors who have signed on thus far. We're excited to announce that Lumano and Maverick are two of our sponsors thus far. We have many more that are going to sign on pretty soon, but you're going to be able to learn all about those two companies and more. So keep an eye out for that, but I do encourage you just like sign up, put it on your calendar. It's October 25th. And you can find all the information about um, getting involved on our website at our events page. So without further ado, we are going to jump in to this week's episode, which is all about the five things that I've learned as a business owner. I hope you guys enjoy. All right, 
guys. So here are five things, one, two, three, four, five, that I've learned as a business owner. Number one, in no particular order, be careful who you trust. As a business owner, you are investing time, money, energy, sweat, and tears into your business. And it doesn't take much for the whole thing to come crashing down, especially in the beginning. And people by nature, in my like slightly jaded opinion, are not meant to be initially trusted. I have people earn trust. So I would say be careful who you trust to work for you. One great tip that I implement all the time is I love contractors. I love working with contractors and managing their expectations and say like, let's give this a shot for a month, two months, three months. Like, let's see how it is and how it goes. And we'll test and learn and reevaluate after that milestone. What does that do for you? It gives you the opportunity for that person to earn their trust with you, for you to see how they really work, to see how they communicate, ask questions. But of course, if it doesn't go well, there's like no employment contract. There's nothing to say that you couldn't just pull the plug. So I would highly recommend, even if you ultimately are looking for full-time employees, I would work with somebody as a contractor first if they're agreeable to it. The last tip that I will give you in terms of being careful who you trust, I would highly recommend creating systems for your new employees. For example, Everyone who works for me uses a password protector called LastPass. I'm going to link that into the show notes for you. I live by it. I don't share a password with anybody unless it's through LastPass. So there's lots of companies that do this. I happen to really like LastPass. I have a Chrome extension. So any website that I go to that has an open field, I'm logged into LastPass and it simply just fills it in for me. But how does this convert to your employees? So you can create a shared folder for your employees and everything in there will get automatically shared to them. You can have a couple key settings on though. One setting that I love is that all of your passwords that automatically populate because you've shared it with that person. So it'll automatically populate on their screen as well are only encrypted. They'll never see the password. There's no way for them to, they just have access to it, you know, easily and seamlessly. Um, You can also change your passwords like in a pinch really, really quickly if something does go awry. And you can also like revoke permissions from having those passwords as quickly as you added them. So I highly recommend LastPass for just, you know, sharing things with people in your organization because it gives you and your company a lot more security. All right. Tip number two, you get what you for. So this was something that I am still learning to this day. For some reason, I've discovered this about myself in the past like couple months. 
my instinct is to always go for like the deal, the bargain. I mean, that's probably why I consider myself a really great negotiator um, because I, I always try to negotiate a deal. But when it comes to employees in particular, I have really learned that the exact opposite is true. So now if someone is wanting to work for me and gives me a number of how much they are, I always match it. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to play games. And I really do believe that you get what you pay for. So I don't want to, you know, lowball people. I, I want to actually empower them and make them feel valued. So don't skimp and try to get the cheapest option. Or if you do, just know what you're signing up for. All right. Tip number three, let one of the first people that you hire be financial support or an area that you are just the weakest at, hint, hint, minus financials. So I have a degree in theater, y'all. A degree, I have not not even just a regular degree, not even like a bachelor's. I have a bachelor's of fine arts, which means that I studied like breathing techniques and clowning and nothing to do with business, <laughs> nothing to do with financials. And so having multiple businesses in my life, that's an area that I felt incredibly insecure about because I know how important it is, but not only am I not good at it, but I feel so insecure because I, I'm, it's not even like I just don't know about it. I actually feel like I'm just not good at it. My brain just doesn't work that way. So that's my weakest area. And I can tell you one of the most valuable contractors that I've hired in the past few months that have made me feel like my business is being looked after in the right way. The finances are so important. Is a financial support person. I actually call her my financial goddess. So I would be very happy to recommend her. I recommended her to a few people thus far. There's so many WIM members who use her. She's incredible. She's actually listed in our marketplace. So if you are a member and you go to imwim.com slash marketplace, you're going to actually see a slew of recommended services, tools, businesses, and um, Kristen is on there. So her company is called the LGCG, it's thelgcg.com. And um, if you go to the marketplace on our website, you'll be able to find her information there and plus a little bit of a special member promotion. So Kristen's amazing, but you're, you're, you might be incredibly experienced or at least comfortable in the financial aspect of your business. So what is the area that is your insecurity? Like, what is it that you could really use some support on? Whatever it is, I highly recommend focusing on hiring that person. All right. We're on number four, guys. So the fourth thing that I've learned as a business owner and want to impart on you, everything will take longer than you want to. But 
the good news is that nothing of real value is done quickly. So somebody in my life right out of college actually said this to me, which is, you know, I moved to New York and I set these like arbitrary timelines for when I wanted to achieve things. I've always been an overachiever. And it was like a huge part of my identity having moved to New York to like make it in the theater. Yes, I moved to New York because I wanted to be a director. And I had met a fellow director and that was the advice that he gave me, which was everything will take longer than you want it to. I would say a little bit of me hated that answer because I'm just an impatient person who wants things ASAP. But pretty quickly, it it really helped me wrap my head around that these deadlines that I had been giving myself were totally arbitrary. And arbitrary deadlines are good and that like sometimes you just don't have an alternative deadline. And so having an arbitrary one at least like keeps you in motion. But what would happen with me and maybe some of you guys relate is that when one of those deadlines came and went, you'd start to get really down on yourself and like really disappointed in yourself because you weren't able to achieve it. But it was arbitrarily set. So the point is that Nothing of real value is ever done quickly. It shouldn't be even. I would take it a step further to say that. So just know that everything in your business is going to take longer than you want it to. It's to be expected. And it's actually a good thing. You want to take your time with stuff that's important. All right, guys, we're on to the final thing that I've learned as a business owner. And that is... Listen and get comfortable with change. Here is the deal. When you are starting a business, that is your time to learn and to discover what's working and not working in your business. It's it's a good thing. Check your ego at the door and put all of that energy into asking questions. Get feedback get feedback from clients, from um, partners, from employees, even just from your, your significant other, and ask them, what do you think should be changed and get comfortable with change because you, at that point, have the ability to pivot quickly if needed. The more that you grow, the less you have the opportunity to pivot quickly you might be able to pivot, but it's going to take a lot because you have to get more buy-in from work people who are at your company. So get comfortable with change as much as possible. And I would say it's a positive thing to be able to adjust based on feedback. So I would get comfortable with change, but also ask for what is change worthy. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, these are the top five things that I've learned as a business owner. I want to hear what you guys have learned as business owners as well. It's like very romanticized to be a business owner. I feel like, you know, it's like you've made it if you own your own business. 
And there is definitely truth to that. I would honestly, it would take a lot, I think. And I don't even know if it's possible, but it would definitely take a lot for me to want to work for somebody else again. I love the control, the freedom, the ability to just constantly learn things because I own my own business. And um, I feel the highs so much more, but I also feel the lows so much more too. So it's an exciting place to be. And there's so many of you who I've personally spoken with that are contemplating starting your own business. And, um, you know, I would just give you the following advice. Create a business plan. See if there's a proof of concept. See if you could generate a little bit of income and get it started while you do have another job, if you if that's something that you have currently. But then just don't be afraid to make the switch. You can absolutely make just as much money, if not much more money, if you own your own business. I know it's comfortable to have other uh, people pay your paycheck, but um, there's infinite possibility when you own your own business. All right, guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. We will be back next week with another interview. I do love these um, solo episodes, so we'll be doing more of these for you soon as well. All right, guys. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, we gotta have you back. Check out our website for more ways to get involved, including all the information you need about joining our collective. You can check out all the information at IamWim.com. Leave us a review, a rating, but the most important thing that we can ask you to do is to share this podcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Tune in next week.